Welcome everyone, episode 101 of Do The Woo. Bob, we are, we've rounded the corner, we're over 100, and now we have, I mean, how do you follow up the 100th episode? I think we got a pretty good episode to follow it up, so I'm excited, but that was pretty awesome, right? Yeah, yeah, it was, and I, I agree. I think it's um, it's always cool to have, because 101, there's something about that number two, it's like, I don't know what it is about it, but... We're about to learn, that's what it is, Bob. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna learn here. That's what we're gonna do. So, so, so why don't you take and run with it? <laughs> Classes in session. Before we get there, we do want to thank our sponsors. Of course, uh, sponsors PayPal. And many of you, probably every everybody listening, is very familiar with PayPal. Uh, definitely check them out. If you're running a store, it's pretty much a um, a requirement. You want to make sure you're giving everyone easy ways to pay. Everybody has a PayPal account. Don't make it challenging to give you money. Um, so check out PayPal and all the uh, amazing extensions available for WooCommerce um, and their pay later option. Definitely dig into that because it can help uh, drive up cart totals and uh, increase conversions. So really cool offering from PayPal. And as always, we thank them for being a sponsor. Um, but Bob, let's dig right in because we got a great show and a really exciting guest. I'm excited to uh, to meet her and learn a little bit about her story and her journey. Um, so Alicia St. Rose, welcome to Do The Woo. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, we're excited to have you on. So why don't you, anyone that maybe isn't familiar with you and what you do, we'd love to ask everyone, how do you do the woo? Maybe tell us a story of how you got into WordPress and a website work and, and specifically into WooCommerce as well. Well, one thing I must point out is that the 101 freeway is the only freeway that runs through Santa Barbara, which is where I live. Yes, very good, guys. Very good. You would think we planned this. Yeah. <laughs> if it was... Uh, 111 then 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 that would be special <laughs> so um i got started in wordpress i it was around 2008 and i was just working decided to work on a friend's site and build it in wordpress i didn't know you could do that and so it turned out you could and uh i you know i uh, flailed my way through self-taught and so i've been doing it ever since and i'm definitely vastly better at it than I was when I started. Uh, so as, as far as the WooCommerce aspect, that has really come into play in some unusual cases for some of the clients that I deal with. I haven't uh, really I haven't really done straightforward WooCommerce. I'm often embedding it or manipulating it with additional plugins for their custom custom uh, usage. So what I do is I, my company is called WP with Heart, and I am strictly by choice, and so I don't get bored out of my gourd, uh, custom work. So I want my clients to get something that fits them like a glove. Um, and so a lot of times the WooCommerce and all of those copious plugins that people have built as add-ons, premium, or even WooCommerce themselves have provided them, or just people on the fringe who cross your fingers, <laughs> kind of <laughs> stick around with this thing that I totally am depending on. Uh, so I, th there's in, endless possibilities on what I could do with that. So uh, some of the plugins that I've, utilized with WooCommerce are Foo Events, which is gives you the ability to put an event into the shopping cart and to show up with your products instead of having it be a separate part of your site. 
it was helpful. The client only had two products, so we had to pad up that little shopping area. <laughs> the <laughs> other one I've used is uh, something called uh, WooCommerce Front End Marketplace. I'm actually really, really pleased with that one. It enables you to create an Etsy-type site, basically multi-vendor, but it's so powerful and it's packed with so many options that it's actually, I think you need to go take a course to actually deal with that plugin. <laughs> and so I, also you can do so much with it. And with that one, I'm actually pulling in WooCommerce bookings because it's more of a tutor, tutors, uh, tutor market, marketplace, not tutor England, but tutors. <laughs> that would be interesting. Um, so people can um, have their own shop or lesson shop so that they can actually provide lessons. And it works like a marketplace, much like Etsy, something like that. So I'm able to do that with WooCommerce bookings and that um, WooCommerce run-in marketplace. That's cool. I mean, that's and that's one of the things I think what's interesting about WooCommerce that a lot of people maybe don't realize, and one of the reasons I like this show and talking about it is when you think of WooCommerce, you think of online stores, you, I think naturally we think shipping products. You know, you order something on Amazon, it shows up a few days later. Like that's our default when you say e-commerce. Like that's just what everybody defaults to because that's what we know, right? Um, but that's one of the beautiful things about Woo is it is at, at, at its base, it is a transactional system, right? It allows you to buy something and that something could be anything. It could be a physical product. It could be a membership. It could be a ticket to an event. It could be a job post listing. It could be anything. Like at the, its core, it's just a way to accept money and to give them something for that money, right? And I think stories like that and just hearing some of the uh, different cases, like you said, you like to do things a little bit more custom, a little bit less out of the box, really unique for your clients that to fit their business. And that's one of the reasons WooCommerce is so popular. I mean, I would bet, Bob, I don't know if you have stats around this, but you know, WooCommerce is one of the most popular e-commerce platforms. I would bet the majority of WooCommerce users are actually the smaller stores doing more unique things like that versus these massive multi-million dollar, you know, uh, e-commerce experiences. I would bet a lot of them are, are, are your clients, Alicia. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or your ideal client, right? Well, you know, and funny that you should say that, um, when you're doing the WooCommerce, you have to be sensitive to the client. So you can't stuff Woo into the client. Um, sometimes they're not ready for it. And you have to realize that. And so I do. I have a client or two who are hands off. And there's a lot going on in their sites. And if you can't be hands off when you have a WooCommerce site. I mean, completely hands off. <laughs> Like they're not, I don't know where they are. Um, so if you, if you're not ready to be at least checking in on a weekly basis to see what's happening with your site or have a, a maintenance plan or to actually have a VA or IT person or customer service to deal with that, I'm going to highly suggest you do Shopify or something because you can call somebody and it's just handled for you. But the, but the drawback is that, um, in one instance, I created a very, very custom experience for a client, and they're just really hands off. And uh, we had a discussion um, that you know it's not happening. That 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 kind of uh, tension's not being met, and he he wants to move to Shopify. And I said, well, you're going to have to change your model on actually how you're <laughs> getting orders and where they're getting delivered and 
And he actually is considering changing his business model so he can use Sh- Shopify to simplify it. Mm. So, so people have to make those choices. So if, if you're stuck on Shopify and it's not doing what you need, then you might want to look into WooCommerce because the, a lot of people are going the opposite way too. So you have to be careful when you choose them. There is a place for the Shopify. It really is. It, and WooCommerce is for uh, businesses that are going to scale. They're going to take on more staff or, or they're going to be very intimate with the, the workings of their shop. Mm-hmm. So that's otherwise it's woe commerce, like W-O-E. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's not woo, it's woe. Yeah. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> That's an interesting point because it seems like more and more people that are building should, especially with WooCommerce even, should be a little bit more in tune with what Shopify has to offer. Because if people are going back and forth either way, you want to be able to give them fair warning. I mean, if they want to move off WooCommerce and go to Shopify because, hey, it's simpler, we'll make sure that, you know, like you said, they don't want to change their entire model. Maybe it's not for them. And then vice versa, moving over to WooCommerce. So it behooves builders to yeah to to have a bit more grasp on both of those platforms even though you may not say you specialize in one or the other just to help your customer or your client and be informative rather than just say oh no you know i'm woocommerce all the time or i'm shopify all the time and you're voodoo if you're going over there because that's bad news you know instead make it very easy for them to understand what their options are well you know, elaborate on what you just said. I am WooCommerce only. So I will walk him to the dock and have him sail off (laughs) to have someone else help him with liquefy because I'm not touching that or whatever they do over there. (laughs) It's like, there's so much going on with WooCommerce. I don't have time to do that, Mm -hmm. but I will keep my ears open for a really awesome Shopify person and if I, whatever I have to need to know to vet them, to make sure that, you know, the person's getting the right people, I like that kind of information. But as far as learning to do Shopify, I, I mean, every, there's so much to learn about with WooCommerce that I don't want to, it's a whole, it's a whole programming language over there. I think it's something called Liquid. Yeah. And it seems like maybe just having a bit of a sense of knowing yeah. the basic differences because yeah, nobody wants to know. I'm, I'm sure there are people that want to know both to the core, but that's insanity for most people. So yeah, just understanding enough to give a, a, a good recommendation to say, yeah, maybe this is better yeah. rather than I know every little work and part and stuff and lead them that direction to, like you said, somebody that knows what they're doing. Yeah, I think, I mean, Shopify, I think is great for, like, I'm the first to admit, I will send my family members to Shopify. Every time they come to me saying, can you help me launch an online store? Yes, I can. Go to Shopify. You know your family. Because I don't want to be tech support and have to, you know, maintain their store for it. Yeah. But Shopify, I look at Shopify in the e-commerce world the same way as I look at like WordPress.com yes. in the WordPress spaces. If you have an idea uh, and you just want to kick the tires and see if it's viable, Shopify is a great way to launch a very quick store, very minimal money, and get whatever that product is out there and see if there's a market for it. See if you can actually you know, make it viable. And if it's worth investing your time and your money, you can dip your toe in a little bit with a pretty minimal investment in Shopify. And then if, if it is viable, then to Bob's point, I think you need to sit down and think, okay, 
what platform should I exist on for the foreseeable future? Because obviously once you become successful, moving platforms is a pretty significant cost. Yes. Um, and then make that investment. So that's a good time to say, okay, let's go ahead and get over to WooCommerce now, knowing that it's going to grow and endless flexibility and growth trajectory versus Shopify, where I might get stuck into this. I'll hit a wall at some point, you know, to your point, Alicia, where I won't be able to do what I want to do. So I said people to Shopify all the time, if they just want to try selling something or just test something out and they're, they just want to know if it works great. You can probably figure that out for a few hundred dollars. Yeah. Versus having somebody stand up a WooCommerce site is going to cost you a little bit more than that. So, um, so that's that's the way I look at it. It's not a bad platform, but you know, it's a it's a good way to test out ideas. I think. Well, I have a question too. Uh, so on WordPress.com, because you mentioned that, uh, I think you can pay extra for the e-commerce platform there. Is that correct? There is some e-commerce integration. They've changed it a few times over the years, though. Do you know the details on that, Bob? Yeah, I think it's you can buy. I, I don't know if it's a business level that actually has WooCommerce um, and and specific plugins. I'm not sure. I think there might be a selection of plugins you can get that probably um, makes it where you could. Yeah, you could run a store a bit more easily. But then I guess you're still, in a sense, you're still getting WooCommerce. So it's, yeah. But I believe they hold your hand over there. Yeah, yeah. And they will probably, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they would hold your hand more. And then that path to, if you needed to go off on .org and kind of host your own, would be a much easier path to take if you're already in WooCommerce on .com. I'm sure you can export, you know, import, whatever. Versus if you're on Shopify, it's just a little bit more work. So everything's doable if you have enough time and money, but uh, or knowledge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's an interesting point. We should we should try to get somebody on that can speak to that, Bob. I'd be curious to learn more about that. Yeah, yeah, that would be good to get a little more details on that. So, I, and one of the things I was wondering, Alicia, is are most of your clients that end up you know using WooCommerce? Do they come to you specifically with that need or is a lot of existing clients or clients that already have sites and they just want to add that monetization part to their site? It's actually they had the need already. They were thinking about it. Okay. Um, I haven't had – and usually even when they come to me and they're not ready for the shopping part, they mentioned it. Like it's coming. <laughs> I think most people realize that the, that – Money's to be had on the internet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Thanks to our sponsor, PayPal. PayPal offers buy now, pay later options that your clients can use to help increase their sales on their WooCommerce shops. They give store customers more purchasing power through flexible and transparent choices in how and when they pay. So offering these payment options is good business. Did you know that 64% of consumers surveyed say they are more likely to make a purchase at a retailer that offers interest-free payment options? And 56% of consumers that responded agree that they prefer to pay a purchase back in installments rather than use a credit card. Well, this seems like a no-brainer to me. Your clients can grow their sales and get paid up front with no additional risk or costs. All you need to do is download the PayPal checkout extension on the marketplace at WooCommerce.com. I suggest you just head over there, click on the marketplace, and search for the PayPal checkout for your next client project. Because suggesting that to your clients will certainly open up sales opportunities for them. I would just like to thank PayPal for being our community sponsor at Do the Woo. 
And now back to the conversation. Is there, and this is stepping a little, well, it's stepping away from this. And I, how I know Alicia, just to let everybody know, is I run into her on a lot of WooCommerce meetups online. And that's how I've, um, I met her initially and how we've kind of gotten to know each other through that. I, I would like an opinion from you as a developer. I think a lot of developers don't get involved with WooCommerce meetups or other meetups because they always feel that there's uh, it's too much basics. You know, there's and that's true. It, there, there really are. A lot of them are focused on merchants and people and learning, you know, kind of, you know, the basic stuff. So they maybe they feel they'll get bored or whatever. Obviously, you find value in continuing. And I'm sure you with as many WooCommerce, you might probably even go to WordPress meetups. What do you find the value as a developer or somebody that does, you know, this work in those kind of meetups? Okay. So yes, I go to about eight meetups. I've got two today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wisconsin, Idaho, Portland, Montclair, New Jersey. Um, so I'm going to all of them. Um, if you're a developer, you're not supposed to be just developing code. You're developing a relationship with your client and their and their product. And if you don't do that, you're not gonna you're not gonna give them the product they deserve. So when you go to those meetups and you hear about people with different products and their issues that they're having, then you get a personal human insight into the situation. There's many, many horrible WooCommerce websites. They're horrible. I'm just going to be real. <laughs> they don't care whether they're accessible. They don't even look into that. Uh, that's a huge thing right now. Um, there's no way that whatever they're doing, showcasing or even the verbiage for the product is working in a marketing sense and they just don't know the client. So they're using an off-the-shelf theme and just throwing WooCommerce in it. And so when you get to go on that adventure with the client and learn about, that's why it's kind of sad about the one who's going to may eventually end up on um, Shopify because there's a whole location delivery system, you know, bottle deposit and bundled products. It's this whole thing that looks like so like geeky anal stuff to code and manipulate WooCommerce with. And it was like really like if you're a developer, like no one else has that. And it's exactly what he needs. And I would have to know his story in order to do that. And so if you're not listening to those people like that or going to those meetups, you're missing out on development because you're just going to get a bunch of tricks that you think you know and they just try to give them to everybody. And so that's why like, that's, I can't actually, I've never done it like that. I learned everything that I know by taking on clients and letting them take me to new knowledge. That's every single time. You know, that's a great answer. And it kind of bleeds into my next question was, you know, you are clearly kind of focused on the DIYers and the, the hands-on entrepreneurs you put on your website. Um, seems like that's, I was going to ask like, like how, how you were drawn to that and those type of clients and work with those individuals. I think you kind of half answered it or, or maybe fully answered it with. Friends don't let friends go to Wix. 
so our squarespace <laughs> so I, I i'm sorry don't come after me guys i got enough of the market okay <laughs> I put okay, so I am a developer too, and I do the I do several things. So I develop, which it takes up most of my time actually working with clients, and I also do one-on-one coaching with people who don't have enough money to uh, uh, to pay me to make their website, but want to do it themselves. And I I'm standing at the edge of the cliff, stopping them before they start dragging and dropping, because dragging and dropping should only be happening on the dance floor. Okay. <laughs> So they're dragging and dropping without knowing what they're saying or who they are, what they're doing. So that one-on-one coaching, we don't even start building a website for like six or seven sessions. We're actually finding out why are you doing this? What's your content strategy? What is the pain points? What's this and that? Things that no one thinks about when they do their own website. And then, I don't know, it turns into a show. (laughs) I don't know if I get beeped here. (laughs) But that's why it's happened because they didn't actually um, think about what they were doing or they didn't have marketing, just the basic marketing ideas, Um, you know. And so by the time we get into several sessions, they're really clear on what they want to say. They're excited about what they're doing. They kind of know what kind of people they want to approach or have come to their website and who they don't want. And. And so that's that's the most that's the only thing really missing from the DIY scene is that people don't do that first. They just go and they start dragging things around, and then they have them there with lorem ipsum, and then they try to stuff it in with stuff, and it has nothing to do with what they're doing. And so that's why I did that. I wanted to save them from themselves. That's an excellent point because I was just going to mention when I was doing coaching for years and years and years, I had a, a handful of clients that, you know, I probably had for five or six years, those clients. And they, it was exactly, they, they learned how to sit down and really talk through things before they even started moving the mouse. You know, it was like, Bob, what I'm thinking about this. Let's, and they were willing to pay the coaching price to sit down with me and just talk it over. And once you got, and there was a lot of things I talked them out of, you know, no, you don't want to do that. And they totally said, thanks. You know, you just saved me a lot of headaches. So it is those, especially if you can find those clients that are welcome and open and they start to understand that whole process, it makes a huge difference. But, um, well, the other thing is it, I also, it's called WP with heart. It's like my whole business. That was the coaching. And now I just made the whole thing because it's also a mindset portion I add to it because a lot of times when they're building those sites, they're trying to copy someone else because they don't have anything to go by. So they're like, well, this person has this, they have this on their navigation. I'm like, that's that person. And they probably copied somebody else, but who are you? And so I want people to be authentic. And so even if it deviates from what they think is the norm, they're going to stand out. So I'm trying to pull out who they really are so they can put that out on the web. That's really important. I mean, really, anything in life, there's a big lesson there, pre-planning and, and then the execution and how you know how much pre-planning you do, preparation, um, you know, is going to impact how successful that execution is. And uh, to your point, you know, uh, of really sitting down and, and asking business owners questions that they probably have not been asked, it sounds like. 
uh, yeah. at least your clients, and, and some of them have not been asked. And if they have, it not by someone other than themselves. <laughs> so um, it's fascinating. They're finding out uh, things like what's cornerstone content, you know, are like that. They're finding out about this stuff. Or some of them have never even had an email campaign capture. <laughs> it's like, uh, and they like all these people on Facebook. I'm like, I know someone whose account was closed last week. They can't take your email though. You have to build your email list. And then they're just learning about things like this. And you won't learn, you know, if you build your own, they have this little email thing that comes with it, but that's not the same thing. It's not like a marketing tool. So. Yeah. So it's more than just you building out the sites. You are, you're a coach, you're a consultant, you're, you're the, the whole, the whole thing, which is, yeah, which is honestly way more than a lot of, um, you know, companies out there are doing, you know, a lot of companies are just tell us what to do. Task yeah. takers. I like to call them. Tell us what to do. We'll do yeah. it. <laughs> um, but most people out there don't want a task taker. They want, they want a partner. They want, uh, they want an extension of their team. Um, you know, they have someone like you with the knowledge that you have, with the, with the reasons why you should do something or maybe not do something to, to challenge their assumptions of, of what should be on their website or what makes a good website. Cause they're not the pros you are, you know, I know I would fail them if I, if I was a yes person, <laughs> anything else you want to share before we, um, you know, end the show is something that just, uh, you know, especially, uh, I, I, your site's very unique, I think, how the approach of it and stuff and kind of maybe what, you know, if if people, other builders are listening and they're saying, you know, it sounds like Alicia's starting to wrap her brain around WooCommerce, things are going pretty groovy for her. Uh, anything you want to advise to the um, builders that are just getting into WooCommerce? Um, definitely learn about hooks and filters. Even if you're getting into WordPress, period, because that's going to help you as a developer to extend WordPress. Because you just, uh, it, it might sound a little esoteric, but once you do a little research on Google and uh, even some, uh, there's probably some YouTube videos. And when you see the power of just hooking into areas of Word of WooCommerce basically changing the position of the sales page of the content there by simply changing um, the number in which it fires, uh, you know, it's simple things like that and without having to go into a template. All righty. So this has uh, been, uh, been excellent. Uh, really appreciate you had taken the time to join us. Uh, great conversation, learning about all you do with DIYers. Good stuff. So where can people connect with you on the web? Uh, you can find me at wpwithheart.com. I'm also uh, Intrepid Realist on Twitter, WP with Heart on Facebook, Alicia St. Rose on Facebook. I have a, a professional page there. And, oh, my God, in any awesome help desk meetups, especially the one in Portland uh, that's on Tuesdays, the Portland Help Desk. And I also have my own meetup in Santa Barbara uh, called the South Central Coast uh, WordPress Adventure Group. Cool. Excellent. Wow. You're, you're, you're everywhere. We can find you everywhere. <laughs> well, you can find me in those places. All right. Well, everyone, uh, appreciate you tuning in. like to give PayPal one final shout out uh, for their pay later options. Always check that out. Uh, next Thursday, we are having Alan Smith, developer advocate at WooCommerce, 
um, on the Woo Builder Community event. So um, go to, you know, meetup.com, look for Woo Builders. This is March 11th, 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. It's going to be Ask Alan Anything. So you'll be able to ask him about all the stuff he does over at WooCommerce. Should be a blast. So, so join us then. And again, thank you so much for joining us today, Alicia. This was awesome. Thank you for having me. All right, everyone. Have a great week and do the woo.